This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the second Sunday of Advent, the 8th of December. In ancient Roman religion and mythology, there exists the god Janus, who is depicted with two faces because he has the ability to both look forwards and backwards. It's been thought that the first month of the year, January, is named after him because of his ability as it was believed, to have the possibility to look to the past and the future. In a real sense, this is what the Church, what we do in Advent. We look back to the beginning of our salvation, and we do this through the reading of the ancient prophets, such as Isaiah, who greatly foretold the coming of the Messiah right up to the time of St John the Baptist, the last of the Old Testament, and first of the New Testament prophets. But we're also looking forward to the second coming of our Saviour, which is the tone of the liturgical readings in these days. That's why the dominant mood of Advent is that of hope and trust that Jesus will come again. But as well as our looking backwards and forwards in time, we have to be firmly rooted in the present moment. The present moment being the only time that we can influence. Because the past is gone, we can't change that. The future may not come, but it is the present which is the moment that we've been given to live holiness of life. The Church suggests that we do this each passing Advent with the help of the prophets and especially of St John the Baptist. We can't encounter the person of Jesus unless, as it were, passing through the cleansing bath of John the Baptist. He provides the lens through which Jesus is properly interpreted. John made his appearance in the desert of Judea. I've been in the deserts in Egypt and Sinai, not places I'd want to spend a great deal of time, but they are ironically some of the most powerful places on earth. There's something about the starkness of the desert that makes it at the same time quite beautiful. And there's something significant about deserts in the Bible. Moses spends years in the desert before taking up his work. Elijah sojourns in the desert at a crisis point in his ministry. The Israelites have to pass through the desert 40 years before reaching the promised land. Jesus himself spends 40 days and 40 nights there before his public ministry begins. At the beginning of Christianity, monks and hermits settled in the desert for peace and recollection, where they underwent their spiritual warfare. The point is that deserts are places of simplicity and poverty, where everything is stripped down to the bare basics, places where distractions and attachments are eliminated. Because only when you eliminate distraction and attachment can you hear the word of God. Most of our lives, especially at this time, get taken up with diversions. Diversions from the really fundamental questions and actions. Think of all the things that we are preoccupied with at this time of the year. Only when those are set aside do we really get emerged in the great things of life. And when we think about our attachments, they come with all their accompaniments and trimmings, which are shouting at us, luring us, tempting us all of the time. But what is God saying? What does God want? 
We have to go into a silent and isolated place to find out, a place where all those diversions are set aside and so will not distract us. That's what the attraction is for the desert in many spiritual lives. Advent for us is a kind of desert time, a place where we can look backwards at where we've come from, forwards to where we hope to go, but also where we are at the present moment. That's why we pray and stand still and recollect ourselves, which of course is almost impossible in human terms because the run-up to Christmas is full of all kinds of distractions. But the truth is that we are meant to stir up in ourselves this desire for the desert during Advent. So the first thing the prophet says out in the desert place is reform your lives. That cuts to the core to here because we all know that our lives are not what they're meant to be. As St Paul says, our lives have fallen short of the glory of God. We've all fallen into patterns of self-absorption, addiction or attachment. So out of the desert, the place of simplification and clarification, comes the voice, reform your lives. And we hear this, but we might be thinking that it's too late for me to change. St John the Baptist says, no it isn't, it's never too late, we're never too far gone, never beyond the reach of God's grace. If we can but find the time to go into a desert place, we will discover that voice of God welling up from inside us. The best place, the very best place for us to start this silent prayer is before the Blessed Sacrament. During the 40 hours prayer here last week, countless people came and discovered that desert place so that they could hear that voice. If we've never done this, or if we're afraid to do it because we're afraid of silence in our lives, then this Advent is the time. Find that time to come in quiet and stillness before Jesus in the tabernacle or in the monstrance on the altar, and simply open our hearts to whatever words he is saying to us. Mary conceived Jesus in the silence of her heart. On Monday, we will celebrate her immaculate conception, the doctrine and mystery whereby God formed Mary as a sinless human being so that she could give birth to the Son of God. That is why the church can sing, You are all beautiful, O Mary, and the stain of original sin is not in you. May she lead us by her immaculate purity to that silence in which we can experience the birth of Jesus in our hearts, and live once again in this present moment. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.